On this week's edition of the Daily Corn Mill, Nisida del Sur Pueblo Tribal Councilman Ralph Shorty Gomez stops by to talk about the 10th anniversary of the Rocking the Res powwow, which will be taking place this weekend at the Paquitu Community Park. We talk about 10 years worth of memories and look forward to what's going on with the powwow in the future. What's up, Indian country, Isla del Sur Pueblo, and everybody else listening to us on the Daily Corn Mill here on KUEH Gue 101.5 FM. I am Chris Gomez, joining you, for, like always, from the Bakitu Village. Today, my guest is Isla del Sur Pueblo Tribal Councilman Rafael Shorty Gomez. How are you doing today, uh, um, Ralph Councilman? I'm doing pretty good, Chris. Oh, great. So today, uh, Councilman will be stopping by to talk to us about the 10th anniversary of the Rocking the Res powwow. This powwow is taking place this weekend, October 5th and October 6th at the Paquitu Community Park in the Paquitu Community uh, Village at 11100 Tiwa Boulevard. So if you've never been to our powwow, it's a great event. Uh, Make sure to make plans to attend. We've got visitors from other nations. So how are the preparations going so far, uh, Councilman? Uh, so far, everything's going good. Uh, we've been working, setting up the tents right now. Uh, tents went up, bleachers went up. Uh, we had a little bit of rain, so hopefully it'll be nice and sunny for Saturday and Sunday, which I think it is. Uh, been keeping an eye on the weather all week, making sure. But uh, now everything's going good. We're setting up the, the stage goes set up on Friday. So we should have vendors starting coming in on Friday, and we'll be ready to go on Saturday morning. Okay, great. So it is 2019. This is the 10th anniversary of the Rocking the Res powwow. So um, pretty awesome that we made it 10 years. Did you ever think it was going to come 10 years, Shorty? No, time for passes by real quick yeah time just flies um i i mean like it's it's hard to believe i remember that first one um it took place at the original pavilion near the speaking rock entertainment center and it was a hot august dancers were like passing passing out out and scorching and we've learned a lot of lessons uh, since that that time obviously but um that was a great event um i know we were real worried like is are any dancers gonna actually show up and it was nice to see the them start rolling up in their fancy dance regalia and yeah, it was a really good event, but I mean, this this event's just gotten better each and every year. Uh, we've had a lot of great musical guests. What's been your favorite memory of the rock? Ten years of rocking the res. I guess just meeting the people. Uh, you become friends with a lot of the the natives. What what come in from all over the U.S. and it's just good to see them come back every year and really support the power. Um, who are who are some of the guests that will be joining us this weekend that you know off the top of your head? A guest. I mean, uh, there's people, I've been getting a lot of, we've been getting a lot of vendors. So the vendor tent's going to be full of vendors. A lot of our brothers and sisters from from up north come down and they sell a lot of Native American jewelry. So on that end, we have, a, and dancers, we're just hoping for a good turnout. I mean, every year we get a pretty good turnout, but hopefully this year we'll get even a better turnout. 
Uh, awesome. So, and in, in the past, we've had people come as far away as from where? Do you, do you remember, like? I mean, we have people from the Dakotas. We have people from a lot of California, Arizona, New Mexico, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. It's a, a lot of people out here. And in 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 the past ten years, um, I, I know we've had had a lot of people g- come out here from the different nations. And, um, are people starting to recognize it more on the powwow circuit? I, I think I think so. And then two, we got to play with our dates. That way, we don't compete with uh, another powwow. Because then, you know, if you compete with another powwow, then you're limiting the amount of dancers that can can come down. But for being around ten years, I think the name's getting out there. And I think the more different people you bring every year, they go back home. And as long as we could provide a good powwow with a good experience, I think uh, more people will come because there'll be good talk about us. Yeah, and you guys have a full schedule here. I'm looking at it right now. Let's talk about the staff real quick. Um, we've got Master of Ceremonies, um, Enri Azai coming in. Mm-hmm. The ho- host Northern Drum will be Iron Bear. The host Southern Drum will be the Southern Boys. The head uh, male dancer is Ad Stevens. The head uh, female dancer is uh, Kia McLeod. And then um, we don't have a gourd dancer determined. Have they determined the gourd no, dancer yet? Usually we'll, we'll pick them the day of the... The day of. So that's something that happens um, um, day of. Um, always coming back, always a great guy to talk to is uh, arena director Tommy Spotted Bird. Yeah, yeah. And then our head judge is uh, Kaiwa Charlie uh, Kozat coming in there. So And then um, you have um, Nancy Torres... Uh, managing all the vendor information. So her her number there is 915-694-4424. I know um, for me, one of the events that stands out, there's a couple of like real good memories I have is the first time that you crowned um, a Tiwa princess. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was a few years back. Yeah. Yeah, because like when you go to other powwows and that, uh, or e- even other events, I've, I've gone to Unity with uh, tribal members and uh, each uh, tribe or that usually has a, a power princess, so we decided a few years back to go ahead and and have one for the power, and then th- she could go to different events throughout the year. And represent, represent this, represent yeah. The the pueblo. I think uh, this year she went out to the gathering of nations. So, you know, yeah, it's just a way to get. Uh, yeah, Anika G- Gutierrez is the um, current the sitting power. Uh, pow- um, Prawa princess right yeah. now and um i i just saw her um her her aunt put out a lot of pictures of her like all around the city and in, in her um, um wearing her crown and everything i just uh, they, they did a photoshop since i guess her reign is coming to an end now yeah. and they'll be crowning a new one this is they, they hold it for uh once a year and one year at the powwow this year they'll, they'll pick a new new princess and then uh the way they compete we, the way we did it was uh each girl uh, writes an essay, and then to make it unbiased, and that we we don't let none of our tribal members judge it. We give it to like the head man or head lady will come in from out of town. They read the essays, and then they go ahead and yeah. determine which wrote the best essay, and then that's the way we crown our prince. Yeah, and it's always it's just um, um, amazing, like well, like what an honor it is for their families and everything. I've seen people get emotional, and that that's why it's one of the the like memories, like. I just thought it was just going to be like another thing where, you know, like, okay, well, that's the princess and that. But just like how, how um, like how, how much it means to the families and the people and everything. Like, like uh, um, that, that's why I really like that moment there. Yeah, it's a lot of pride and a lot of honor for the family. Yeah. And, and each one of those young ladies has taken it extremely serious. They showed up to like every event, mm-hmm. blessings. They'll show up to our Red Ribbon Parade. Groundbreakings. Groundbreakings. Yeah, you, you name it, we have an event and they're there, um, you know, with their crown on with a lot of pride. 
So um, October the 5th, it starts with the grand entry happening. A uh, gourd dance will take place from 11.30 to 12.30 p.m. The first grand entry is scheduled for 1 p.m. And then um, there's more gourd dancing um, taking place at 5.30 to 6.30. The second grand entry will be um, near the sunset at 7 p.m. And then uh, the festivities resume on October 6th with the gourd dancing um, taking place at 11.30 and running at 12.30. And the third grand entry happening at 1, uh, 1, p- 1, 1 p.m. Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so um, there's adult categories, teen categories, um, junior categories. And this year you have a hand drum contest. Yeah, well, a few years back we brought the hand drum contest and where each individual go up and he has, he sings a song on his own with a, with a hand drum. And it's actually got pretty popular, and a lot of people are really participating in it now. Yeah, that's awesome. A- any of our, our local tribal members participate in the hand drum contest yet? Uh, are no, they still a little embarrassed? I think they're still a little. Yeah, I think it's starstruck. Shy. Yeah, yeah, a little shy. I think it's easier for like you, like if you play the hand drum or you know, like just regular drum, to go to another. Pueblo or tribe where nobody knows you, yeah. and and you know that instead of um I'm doing it in front of your own people where you're afraid they're gonna like judge you or your voice might crack a little bit. I I mean I I've I've uh it's taken me some time just to get over talking on the radio, you know. So I, I can imagine that being there and I don't see anybody, so it's like I'm talking to myself. So being there in front of like all your friends and family that could yeah. be intimidating, yeah. but it could be very intimidating. Hopefully, but I think like most of these the. <laughs> People would enter the hand drum. They're on a drum group already, so they're they're competing already. Yeah, them it's it's natural. They they've probably been drumming and singing all their all their lives. Yeah. So we listened to that that um, introduction by uh, DJ Shub, and that features the Northern Cree singers, right? And the, the, that's a drum group from I mean up north, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So you guys have a Northern drum coming in, and then a Southern drum coming in, and yeah, we oh. have a host northern, a host southern. Yeah. And then hopefully we'll get at least probably, I don't know, six to ten other drum groups where we'll be competing for the top price of $5,000. Yeah, that's an awesome uh, um, prize. for. It, it allows you to go more powwows, definitely, for mm-hmm. sure, if, as a group and everything. And, um, you know, those guys just have a lot of talent and everything. Uh, you know, that that's um, just something that's really awesome. What do you think about, like, what they're doing now, like this DJ Shub track that it let us in there and... The Superman, like Superman, what he's doing with with the drum groups, like I think it's cool. It's a nice mix, and yeah, it's, it's reaching more more people. It's showing our culture in a, in a different different way to people, but it, it's still our culture, and we just kind of adapt it to what's going on in mainstream society right now. Yeah, so this entire week I've played like music from um, people that have headlined our powwow before, the concert portion of it. Like I, I played some Redbone um, er, earlier, and then and, and, um, we've had Keith Sokola out here. Yeah, we had Keith Sokola a few times. <laughs> yeah, a couple of times out here. He's a real funny uh, cat out there. So yeah. uh, um, that always makes it makes it fun. But um, it seems like we're focusing less on the concerts now and more on the actual powwow events, right? Yeah, it's because... We should used to have the concerts right after the powwow on Sunday, but a, a lot of people after the powwow, since it's a Sunday, they gotta, you know, go back home, and it's a travel day home, and a lot of them come from far, so we just kind of want to focus more on the powwow. And if we do have music, we'll probably have it a on a Friday or that at the day before the powwow at the Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense, you know, because of course, um, you you and we try and bring in the native artists and everything to to 
play. Uh, it would have been cool to have Superman. We just had him a couple yeah, of weeks we, ago. Yeah, we tried to get him as uh, the MC. But yeah. He, that that man's like super booked. He yeah. So many engagements. You would probably would have to probably book him for a powwow two years. Two years in now, advance now. To, to get him. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad he's having the kind of success that he's having there. You know, because he does, has been a bright spot, like in just popular culture for native american people yeah he has a real positive me- message too yeah and yeah and it, it almost lined up but it just didn't happen we had him out in the res yeah. uh yeah uh, uh, about a week or a week and a half week. ago yeah so um this is the 10th anniversary um is there anything special going on to commemorate that 10th anniversary uh, no we're just uh, happy yeah. that we've we've made it this far and yeah you know, we just want it to be successful and everybody have a a good time, you know. Not only tribal members will come in from the outside to, to you know, to compete in the contest, but our own tribal members they sell a, they sell at the powwow too. So it's yeah, a, they get to make some money. You know, we have vendors come in, but it's you know, it's good for the city of El Paso and that and yeah, bring that culture from all across native culture from across the U.S. USA to to our mm-hmm. reservation and let the people of El Paso, where they don't have to travel, they yeah, travel a few miles away and they can experience a uh, you know beautiful yeah. cities of culture. No, absolutely, and I know El Paso could use it. You know, just in in light of um, recent events mm-hmm. and everything, like it's, it's a city that's still hurting, and um, it's great to bring in like this native energy to kind of you know help cleanse us and yeah, it's good medicine and there's a lot of prayer. You know, it's not only people competing, but there's a lot a lot of prayer. And when you leave the powwow, you you feel clean-hearted, clean spirit. Yeah. And, you know, uh, for it's good for for the city of El Paso. What what we went through, the pain and the hurt that the city went through. Uh, it's a lot of healing. It's going to take years for it to heal. Yeah. So I mean, hopefully, you know, we could at least give people an escape from all that and everything for a little while, and and um, those good spirits will come in and everything. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just an awesome event. It's a, a, a like I almost look at it as more of a community service more than anything, more than like an economic venture because um, you're exposing um, just our members to just different cultures coming in and that, especially the youth that just go for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not necessarily in it to like sell a lot of bracelets or make a lot of money or... It's not about that. It's about who we are as a people and, you know, it's, yeah. it's who we are and that's who, the, the way we were raised and the way we grew up and mm-hmm. it's just showing the, the rest of El Paso that... There is a tribe, a pueblo in El Paso, in the El Paso area. We just want them to come, come experience some Native American culture. Yeah, absolutely. See what what um not just what we're all about, but like just Native people in yeah, general. Yeah, because, general. yeah, yeah people you. tend to generalize us all like as just one group of people yeah, and group. But there's different. Yeah, five hundred and something federal recognized. Yeah, uh, and, you, and each one's has its own culture they're different in their own ways yeah no absolutely so you see yeah i mean just like in the regalia and you know just and then the vendors that come down to like you know you see different pottery styles and different um merchandise that they have and i i mean it, it's almost like old school like um you know like back in the day when they were trading and stuff like that like it, it's cool like i mean i enjoy the vendors coming out and yeah and it's a lot of those a lot of regular vendors come back a lot of our santa domingo Santa Domingo folks come down and yeah. they're always welcome because when we go up there they treat us with a 
the best hospitality, all the pueblos up there. So when they come down, uh, we do we yeah. do the same for them. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Martha's coming down from Isleta also, so she'll have her yeah, her booth, Nana's, and and uh, yeah, just uh, awesome to see. It's like a family reu- reunion almost, and then it happens near Pueblo Reunion Day. So like like yeah, we usually have it like a week. <laughs> Uh, later, but I think there's another big powwow in Rapid City. Yeah. So we we just didn't want to compete because uh, I mean it might keep our numbers down. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, and then, yeah. and it gives people to travel to our powwow and then drive back up and compete because a lot of these these uh, Native Americans will come to the powwows. They do the powwow circuit and they're yeah. There's some of them that make a living doing they, it. They yeah, go from one week to another week to another week to a different powwow, and that's what what they do. So you know, we just want to get a spot in that calendar. That way, we could be one of those stops. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's great to see everybody. And then um, I I think like just from from my point of view, like um. Uh, when when you look at Iakatu and Pakatu, Pakatu is a newer village here, and um, you know, so like when I was growing up, like there was always like things going on in in Iakatu. Like you had dances at people's houses. They even used to have the feast like right across the street from my house. Like when I was growing up, and right right at the community health center. So that made it easy for like a young kid like me to like. Uh, it was just like in your face so like you know you got involved like really young in that, and I just feel like that's kind of missing from Pakatu a little bit. Just because it's further out, it's away from the the mission and everything, so it's cool. I like maybe these aren't traditional dances, but it does expose um, some of the kids that might not have a ride or have the parental support and everything to um, get out there and experience just Native American culture and fall in love with it, you know, and be proud of who they are. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, yeah, this community to me, it's more it's more farmland, more open, so I kind of kind of like that because in the older village uh the city of el paso just yeah it's really urban surrounded us so yeah it's it's nice to come out here and kind of yeah get away from from you know the urban environment yeah yeah it's like i I live in this village and i grew up in the old village so i could tell you yeah it's it's way more peaceful out here yeah there's uh, a lot more land out here yeah and i mean a lot more wildlife believe it or not like yeah like you can see that just it's funny like like a five minute drive will do for like the wildlife here like right. I, I mean, we've had everything from raccoons to <laughs> yeah. skunks yeah. to a yeah, and um, a lot of rabbits, and burrowing owls. And yeah, I but mean, there's truly is more nature out here. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And then we're adjacent to the river and and everything. So um, I think one thing unique to our powwow is that we have a skate jam now that happens there. So um, you know, native native kids and just um, kids from El Paso in general get to compete. Um, I know that's something that the big gathering of nations does. Um, and we're, are we like the second powwow to do that, or are there other uh, powwows that throw throw those two things together? I know the Gathering of Nations uh, when they're having their powwow, uh, they have an all nations skate competition at uh, one of the parks in Albuquerque. It's kind of like a kind of far away from from the Coliseum. That's where the powwow in Albuquerque is held now. But we we went this year. We set up a booth and we try to you know push our comp and our our powwow. And we got a good response, and it's good because I mean, you know, it's good for the for the the younger generation, and not even the younger generation. A lot of older kids like to skate too, and it's just something different for the kids. And what's cool about our powwow is the skate park's right next to the venue where where the powwow happens, so everything's together. So 
if they're skaters skating, they could go see the vendors or see the powwow. And yeah. vice versa, those people from the powwow can go experience the comp. So it turns into one big powwow skate comp where there's a lot of people would show up. Yeah, so um, a lot of people might think like, well, what does skateboarding have to do with like Native American culture or you know, uh, um, that? But it really has become like a, a real bright spot like in Native reservations everywhere where they've put um, the, these um, skate parks up. And, um, you know, a lot of foundations have um, put skate parks up on, on reses and everything. And it's given um, kids just um, something to do, somewhere to belong. Um, you know, you don't need to like like be on a big team to do skateboarding and everything. And then you're seeing these tribal skateboarders like bomb out their skateboards and they've got the custom grip tape with the feathers on them now. And the, some of the designs that are coming out are just awesome. There's tribal skateboarding companies. So it's just been like an economic endeavor, something that keeps kids healthy, something that keeps them out of trouble, something that um, brings down, it's been proven to bring down suicide rates in, um, uh, on reservations that, that have skate parks. Um, just, um, and um, just like fancy dancing, skateboarding is an expression of um, creativity. So, um, you know, like pretty cool that we have that. Yeah, there's a lot of skateboard. Native American skateboard companies will come. Uh, Apache Skateboards is one. They came last year. Hopefully, they'll, they'll be back this year. He designs his own skateboards. And, you know, there's a few uh, Native American companies that are doing skateboards, you know, design, designing their own images. And, you know, it's there's starting to get out there in name yeah so uh, uh, of course um the pop the pocket village will be a sacred place um this weekend not that it's not all the time but um in the powwow there is absolutely no alcohol um drugs legal or illegal or of any type allowed here weapons permitted um and um you know so just make sure that that you um respect that um the host hotel is the holiday Inn express at 666 Six Gateway uh, Boulevard East, El Paso, Texas, 79915. The number there to call if you're um, looking to get that host rate is 915-771-6200. It's going to be a great event. Uh, It's shaping out to be a beautiful weekend. The the weather's cooling down. So, um, you know, hopefully you guys can make it out. We made it 10 years, uh, Shorty. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah, it's awesome. We'll Um, make it to 25. Yeah, I'll 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 be out there, um, um, you know, trying to do some live broadcast depending on how the Wi-Fi um participates. Um, if not, you know, it'd be nice to interview some some people who are visiting for um future programming and that. So, um, if you're just joining us, uh, our powwow is happening October fifth and sixth, twenty nineteen, at the Pakitu Community Park. That is located at 11100 Tiwa Boulevard, 79927. Make sure to head out there. I'll have some coverage out there. You've been listening to The Daily Corn Mill on Kue 101.5 FM, Isla del Sur, Pueblo.